Today is Monday, January 26, 2015. This is Deadline, the Statesman's weekly podcast bringing you the latest headlines from Stony Brook University. In the next few minutes, you'll hear what's important in news, arts, and sports. Here's this week's Stories from News with Kelly Zagers. The State University of New York Board of Trustees voted unanimously on January 13th to approve a new affiliation agreement between Stony Brook University Hospital and Southampton Hospital. Southampton Hospital will provide its services under the University Hospital's state operating license, and its employees will stay under their current labor agreement. Its CEO will become a chief administrative officer and report to Stony Brook CEO. According to Stephanie Fagnoli, the SUNY Senior Director of Academic Health and Hospital Affairs, the agreement with Stony Brook University President Dr. Samuel L. Stanley called a win-win situation needs to go through several New York State agencies, including the Office of Attorney General, the Office of the State Comptroller, and the Department of Health. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer advocates at Stony Brook are raising questions over a stipulation in the Food and Drug Administration's recommendation to lift a lifetime ban on blood donations by gay and bisexual men. The FDA recommended a 12-month ban on men who have had sex with another man, which upset some LGBTQ students who still consider it an act of discrimination. Tyler Morrison, a Stony Brook alumnus and founder of the blood donor equality movement on campus said that he is not happy about a policy that prevents men who have had sexual contact with monogamous partners from donating blood, but stressed that the lift on a lifetime ban is a step in the right direction and a reason for hope. Dr. David Kilnick, Stony Brook alum and CEO of Long Island GLBT Service Network, called for the elimination of the 12-month ban, not only because of its discriminatory nature, but also the lack of scientific support. Every donor goes through the same blood testing, so according to Kilnick, the 12-month ban not only discriminates but also reinforces the HIV stigma against gay men. John Martin, Assistant Director of the LGBTA Services at the Center for Prevention and Outreach, said that while he considered the lifetime ban a step of progress, it is not far enough because to ask a potential donor to wait 12 months to be eligible is simply impossible. That's all for news. Over to Arts and Entertainment with Giselle Barkley. Hope you weren't hoping for another rap group, because during the winter break, USG announced that Streetlight Manifesto will be rocking Sack Ballroom A this Thursday. This is the first non-dance genre band to come to Stony Brook since Taking Back Sunday in 2013. Tickets went to the first 700 students who filled out a Google form last week. Doors open at 8 p.m. It's that time of year again, award season. Stars from the big and small screens filled the Beverly Hills Hotel on January 11th for the 72nd Annual Golden Globe Awards. One thing that all these actors had in common? A commitment to free speech. Stars like Helen Mirren and George Clooney sported pins with pens to recognize the lives lost when two gunmen opened fire at a Parisian satire magazine earlier this month. That's it for Arts and Entertainment. Over to Sports with Joe Galati. During winter break, Stony Brook's men's basketball team upset the undefeated number 13 Washington Huskies behind a wild comeback in the final minutes. The win was part of a five-game winning streak that closed out their non-conference schedule, giving SBU an 8-6 record heading into conference play. Stony Brook is 4-2 against the America East coming into Sunday, but their two losses were blowouts at the hands of Vermont and Albany. Women's basketball closed out their non-conference schedule by sweeping the Seawolves Holiday Classic, topping Western Michigan and Norfolk State. Heading into their conference schedule, the Seawolves won four of their previous five games, improving to a 7-6 record. Against the America East, they stand at 3-3 coming into Sunday, with a home bout against Hartford next in the docket. The Stony Brook track and field team competed in two meets over break, 
the New York City Gotham Cup in mid-January, and the Metro Team Challenge this past Friday. In the Gotham Cup, Christina Milan of the women's team finished second overall in the 3,000-meter run. The men's team placed 11th, and the women finished in ninth in the Metro Team Challenge. And that's all for sports. There you have it. From all of us here at The Statesman, we wish our Stony Brook family a great new semester. Be sure to check out the latest issue of The Statesman on stands today. For Deadline, I'm Rebecca Anzell.